At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. With, I remember with, saying I would vote for a shoe over Donald Trump, and we got one. <laughs> I mean, I want you to think about it literally. Biden has worse ratings than Donald Trump does. I know. That's, people don't, that's people what's don't, wild. People don't see what he's doing, though. And he's trying to give power back to Congress, and he's ineffective doing it. And he's trying to be calm and moderate because he doesn't want the swing that we had from Obama to Trump. He thinks if he's calm and level-headed, the next Republican will be calm and level-headed because that's what people want. And right. whether he's right or wrong, he's trying to say, I don't have the power that you're telling me to you know, I can't change climate change. The Supreme Court will block it because I can't extend beyond my authorities. But Congress can, and the Supreme Court is saying, hey, if you want this changed, vote people that'll make laws to change it. We yep. can't do that. We interpret it. Everybody's saying, Congress, do your job. Do your job. And Mitch yep. McConnell's like, yeah, no. It is time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land the of promised speaking land, the truth the land. and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. Of conscience. Because conscience. that is how it works. This is the beginning. It is not the finale. And that's why we're here. And that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority. A way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Franklin, I know we've got to do something. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Public Access America. My name is Jason. His name is Jeffrey, and we get together once a week to talk about the week. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a real negative headspace, so I don't know. I just counted, oh. I counted on you. It's just, it, it, everything's frustrating me, and it's just annoying that everybody sees it from the other side, you know? Oh, in that case, what do you got for me? Well, I, I have absolutely nothing. It seems like people are saying Republicans uh, legislate on grievance, and I looked at the like one six trials and I was like, the one six hearings are really cool, really necessary to go forward. But all of the talk around it seems to be Trump, get Trump, get Trump. Are they going to get Trump? Are they going to get Trump? And I'm like, ah, this, I thought we were making laws based on this. Like I thought we were strengthening our, our government by doing this. And it, it just seems like it's a, it seems like it's a witch hunt. And, and that just left me thinking of this analogy of like a stagecoach with no wheels versus a time machine that only goes backwards. And Democrats seem to be like this horse drawn stagecoach that kind of make progress. But then the Republicans just jump in their fucking backwards time machine and take us back to the 1950s and it's like so frustrating and nobody hears it and i'm just so annoyed 
people want a villain and it seems like trump was the villain then rogan was the villain now ron DeSantis is the villain the villain isn't any one person it's the broken system <laughs> that they're jumping into sorry i think you, you know there's a lot that you nailed there there's a few things that you know i'm gonna go with the general public versus you know the the people that are participating slash not participating in the hearings themselves yeah, the pundits, right. the news, the twenty-four news that has. I'm not to, even. You know, I'm not even talking about the pundits at this point because I mean, let's be real honest. That shit's that shit's old and it's repetitive it and it's the same crap over and over. Here's what people need to understand about the one-six hearings. The one-six hearings are an effort to understand what happened, how it happened, why it happened and make a, a set of recommendations on how to ensure it doesn't happen again. Correct. Because, because let's be real honest, you know, conservatives out there, if you're listening, you would not want Joe Biden and Kamala Harris deciding that they didn't lose an election and deciding to, you know, de, you know, uh, reject the certification of other states. It just isn't a thing that you want to have happen. Right. Because the reality is, is, and I and I wrote this as a post uh, earlier this week. There's a difference between a very, you know, the difference between a conservative interpretation of the Constitution and a liberal co in, uh, interpretation of the Constitution. A conservative interpretation of the Constitution is what Mike Pence did. Now, people are going to say, you know, people are going to immediately go, you know, into the, you know down the rabbit hole of conservatives this that and the other but stay with me for a second mm -hmm. the conservative interpretation of the constitution goes back to something that is if it doesn't expressly state what powers and authorities are given to the government then the government cannot do those things right. so for example you know in in the other context the government you know under the current you know i would say six three split when you see gun laws that are about to come down the constitution is going to say you know what they're going to say with the constitution is is that the right to keep and bear arms of citizens for examples does not expressly state that they cannot keep and bear semi-automatics does not expressly state that they can't have fully automatics does not expressly state that they cannot have 30 round magazines right. or 100 round drums or things like that the word arm, so, the word arms is taking a lot of heavy work there yeah essentially you know because everybody wants to go with but when this was written it's like yes when this mm. was written you know people were manufacturing their own guns like right. i want you to keep that in mind so if you want to go with a truly conservative interpretation of the constitution from the time that it was written people were manufacturing their own firearms and what the conservatives could flat out say this is that if you learn how to manufacture your own machine guns then you would be allowed to keep and bear arms because sure. that was what was done and the liberals out there i can already hear them are screaming going no that's not no and it's like well it does not expressly state those things now there's a reasons why there's a reason why we pass amendments to the constitution why we pass laws we do it to expressly state what is not allowed 
and where some of these things are falling short is that, you know, the Supreme Court ruled that in, in all of these cases that citizens had a right to do certain things because it wasn't expressly stated in the constitution that they couldn't. Right. But it also wasn't expressly stated that they could either. And so that's where things get real fucking messy. Uh Now going back to what happened with Pence, it was not expressly stated by in the constitution that the vice president had the uh, authority to reject the certification or re- or reject electors right and that's and and trump uh, and pence used a, in an entirely conservative look at the constitution because you know typically the vice president you know throughout the history of the country has never had much authority in fact up and i want to say it was up through about um up until like i want to say even the into the you know early 1900s the vice president really didn't do anything you were just oh, kind of yeah. like on call right. in case the president croaked dick cheney didn't do anything like i can't even remember clinton's <laughs> vice president so and george bush so, no, was i don't remember george bush's vice president so it was i want to say it was around the time of oh shit oh gore I, right sorry yeah i want to say it was around the time of lyndon johnson if i remember right where you know they actually started looking at giving the vice president more power more 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 responsibilities i should say Mm -hmm. and and what happened is is that you know the vice president became the leader of the senate uh, is what happened so the vice president became the person that could cast tie-breaking votes now all that to say, the Constitution and all the laws that it currently exist, you know, using a very conservative interpretation, Pence saw that it did not give him authority to do anything. Right. And everyone knew that. Well, but here's the thing is, is that if you were to use an inter- uh, a liberal interpretation of the Constitution, and this is where I'm going to really piss off the conservatives out there. Because it also didn't say that he couldn't. Yes, Pence probably could have decided not to certify. But the the thing about the conservative interpretation, like if a truly conservative or textualist um, interpretation of the you know laws and constitution, mm-hmm. is is that unless express authority is given to you to do a certain thing, you don't you cannot do that certain right. Thing. And so, of course, what ends up happening is, you know, Trump ends up going on screen screaming about how, well, if he couldn't do it, why are they trying, you know, why are the Dems and rhinos trying to pass all these laws? And the answer is, is that what they're trying to do, both Democrats and Republicans, Mm -hmm. is sit down and actually state what the vice president can do and provide only that express authority sure so that way there is no interpretation left up to the imagination because that's that's the reality is is that when you leave people to interpret laws some people are going to say well it doesn't say that i can do that so i'm not going to do that right and there are other people that are going to say well it doesn't say i can't do that so i'm going to and that's where you have to that's where you have to expressly define 
what it is you want. And mm-hmm. Republicans, you know, that have their heads on uh, at least somewhat on straight are looking at this and going, yeah, we wouldn't want, you know, some extreme leftist, That's right. you know, Democrat and vice president to somehow decide that, you know, the election in Texas um, was illegitimate and decertify Texas's results. Agreed. And, you know, that right there would be enough to make any Democratic candidate a winner. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that once in a while, America has to update the user agreement to get rid of the vagaries that are involved. Yeah, that makes Absolutely. sense to me. Yeah. Absolutely. But I want to yeah. say, like, Mike Pence wasn't the plan. The plan was just to delay till the next day because that in and of itself would be illegitimate because it was supposed to be on that day. Right. So everything that was done really was just to throw sand in the gears. The gears were supposed to slow down to the point of the next day. Yeah, there's there's that. But honestly, it was. Well, then it would go to the Supreme Court. Is it legal to ver- to do this on the seventh instead of the sixth? And then that would have gone to the Supreme Court. And Donald Trump thought the Supreme Court would say, no, it isn't legal. We're going to have to throw it all back to the states to do it all over again. That was his dream scenario. Mike, no. Mike Pence was no. just like a just a, a cog in the wheel. No, I, I disagree with that because. Even then, you still have context, um, and the Supreme Court would have said, "Look, the Capitol, you know, was shut down mm-hmm. because of a riot, and they sought to continue their duties." Oh, I'm not um, saying Donald Trump was legally right. I'm just saying in his head, that's what he was hoping for, and that's what John no. Eastman was aiming for. Everyone no. said that none of this stuff was really legal, but if we tried it all at once, we could postpone it long enough. The, the real the, the real answer to this is is that Trump wasn't looking to postpone it for a day, like that could have been done very easily. Um, but the real answer was is is that what Trump was truly looking for was you know Pence to outright reject electors and say or to accept Trump's electors. Um, the the false electors that got sent That's from so states weird like Georgia and Arizona. He kept, because, Pence kept saying that I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. So why would Trump count on it? You know, because I want you to what I want you to pay attention to are the words that he uses, and what he uses consistently are the words loyal and disloyal. Mm-hmm. Loyal and disloyal to who or what? Right. Loyal or disloyal to the party? I would argue that Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney are very much loyal to the party in, in terms of the way that Abraham Lincoln would have run it. Agree. But that's not what Trump means. Right. No, exactly. Loyal or disloyal to Trump. Donald. So Mike Pence said to Donald Trump, I'm not going to be loyal in this case. I'm not going to be loyal. And Donald Trump said, you better be or I'll send a mob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, part two of what the one six hearings do. Now, the thing is, is that what people need to understand is that Congress does have the authority to investigate certain things. They, they have they have the ability to dig in on anything that they need to. Mm-hmm. What they do not have the authority to do is prosecute right, or create a criminal case, which what they do is they gather information and evidence and they turn it over to the DOJ. Mm-hmm. Then is the body that can pursue any sort of criminal activity. Correct. 
I like that. So even though I would argue very much that what they have done is created the narrative for a criminal prosecution, the reality of this is that this is going to end up being referred to the DOJ. It has as of uh, yesterday or the day before. Yeah. And they're going to be the ones that are going to determine whether or not there is enough evidence to charge. Right. And it wasn't referred. I'm sorry. Everything up, everything was turned over to the DOJ after the last hearing, but I don't, they don't think they need to refer it. I think the DOJ already has it, you know? Yeah. They, I mean, they don't, they, they have to refer it number one, because there has to be the, the, the transfer of custody of, of what's been found. Okay. And number two, you know, it, just because Congress refers something, that doesn't mean that the DOJ is going to look at it from any standpoint right. other than. Now, this is where, if I were the Republicans, here's what I would do. I would be looking to talk to the Democrats and say, look, this isn't going to look good if your guy recommends prosecution of Trump. Right. Let's come together. Let's find someone like a Robert Mueller. And have them go through this sure, and decide whether or not criminal action needs to take place. And that way you get, you know, let's say the top three Republicans and the top three Democrats in the Senate. And they're the ones that decide, you know, who's, who's going to be this yeah. special process. They have a gang of eight, right? Yeah. Um, and it would be wise of them you know, with, you know, especially with McConnell's weight, because McConnell does not like Trump and he's been very clear on that. That's obvious. Yeah, you know, but he does what Republicans do is he says, you know, if he's the candidate, then I'm going to support the candidate. Sure. Even if I don't like the guy, whereas it's, it's this Democrats, weird party thing, whereas Democrats, you know, they won't support, you know, anybody unless it's their candidate and then they end up losing elections. Right. And so it's, it's, you know, it's, it's all sorts of fucked up, mm-hmm. but with I remember with, saying I would vote for a shoe over Donald Trump, and we got one. <laughs> I mean, I want you to think about it literally. Biden has worse ratings than Donald Trump does. I know. People that's, don't. People that's what's don't, wild. People don't see what he's doing though, and he's trying to give power back to Congress, and he's ineffective doing it. And he's trying to be calm and moderate because he doesn't want the swing that we had from Obama to Trump. He thinks if he's calm and level-headed the next republican will be calm and level-headed because that's what people want and whether he's right or wrong he's trying to say i don't have the power that you're telling me to you know i can't change climate change the supreme court will block it because i can't extend beyond my authorities but congress can and the supreme court is saying hey if you want this changed vote people that'll make laws to change it we can't yep. do that we interpret it everybody's saying congress do your job do your job and mitch mcconnell's yep. like yeah no and that well, that irritates me i i don't i'm not opposed to his policies per se i'm opposed to his rhetoric and his his oh absolutely the way he goes about it well and that's and i think that's one of the more frustrating things about dealing with any sort of rhetoric dealing with any sort of of politician is is that they promise you just long enough to get the vote and then they do whatever the fuck they want right 
So and they don't re they they regulate themselves. They design their own rules. So if they don't like a change in rule, like full disclosure and debate on every bill, they'll never vote for it. Which means we'll never mm -hmm. have it. Mm -hmm. And every every Republican senator is giving the power to Mitch McConnell to stop the progress. And I don't I don't understand that. Why isn't Mitt Romney being like, this is bullshit. We need to address some of this stuff. <laughs> you know? I don't well, I don't because, get it. Well, the reality is is because what's happening is is Mitt Romney seeing what's happened happening to Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Yeah, you think so? Absolutely. Because he stood because, up against a lot of stuff and he's still there. He's yeah, I mean he he stood up a lot of he stood up against a lot of different stuff. Like let's remember Mitt Romney, all people marched with Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Mitt Romney sat there and listened. Mitt Romney voted to impeach Trump based on his actions. Right, based on common sense and the facts. Absolutely. Mitt Romney has time and again chose party over he has chose country over party. Right. And he is held true to what I would argue are his core beliefs for better or for worse. You know, he is the thing about people like Kinzinger and Cheney and Romney. They are people who I would, I wouldn't call them moderate Republicans no. because they're, they vote consistent. They voted consistently. That's more consistently. the word. They're consistent conservatives. They are consistent conservatives. They voted consistently with Trump. They consistently endorse you know, conservative ideology right. and, and, and legal positions. The thing that they opposed was just Trump because they saw exactly the same things that I saw. Mm -hmm. The dude didn't give a shit about the institutions. The dude wanted power. Right. I think about that movie King Ralph where they, they nailed him for everything he did simply because he didn't know the job. Donald Trump didn't know the job and wanted to destroy things. So I, Mitt Romney wasn't saying Donald Trump sucks as a person. He's saying in this instance, he failed to do his job correctly. Exactly. And, and that's the difference. And people are like, so you hate Trump? No, I would hate a guy on the burger line that didn't know how to cook a burger. I would be fired. I would be mad at him. He would get written up if he got people sick. If you don't know how to do the job, you're going to get penalized when you do it wrong. And if you don't know how to do it right, you're going to do it wrong. That's the mm -hmm. issue with Donald Trump. Not that he's an asshole. He is. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that was the thing is, is like, you know, objectively people have to understand the first two years of Trump's presidency was good business for America. Let's right. be real honest. Mm -hmm. Things were, you know, it, good business for America, the rights, the human rights sucked. Agreed. But all I can say is the first two years under Biden, the business has sucked and the human rights have sucked. So fist bumping a guy that kills a journalist isn't a good look. I'll say that again. Or having your wife refer to conservative Latino voters as breakfast taco Latinos. Like, wow. Pe people need to understand that. Exactly. Just because you don't use racial slurs mm -hmm. or don't scream, build the wall, that doesn't make what was said by the first lady any less fucking racist. I agree with that. And that there's a big switch. There's, there's a big switch in where, where our country club Republicans, even in conservative areas like in uh, Kansas, flipped to Biden. And yeah. Is there's this populist end on the Republicans that are picking up those Democratic voters that realize their elites 
we got to go with these people who are the populists, but neither one is a good choice. It's a stagecoach right. or a backwards time machine. <laughs> like, right. And so that, because we need to, we need it all to work together. We can't have asshole Republicans doing nothing and Democrats trying to do everything. We can't have Republicans trying to eliminate social security and, and Democrats unable to do anything. We can't have it that way. We need a mix of everything. And people aren't seeing that. They, they think it's that side or that side. When the truth is, is it's the constitution was people against the government. We didn't mm -hmm. want the government to creep. So now we're just letting politicians wedge us into things that say, oh, we have to creep. You have to let us in like a fucking vampire. You have to let us do this for your own good. Ha ha. Now we have the power. You know? Right. <laughs> like exactly. half the shit the government does isn't in the constitution. The EPA mm -hmm. isn't in the constitution. The consumer mm -hmm. protection bureau isn't in the mm -hmm. constitution. So it's, it's the government scope. I mean, those are good things, by the way. I'm not saying mm -hmm. they're, they're national parks. They're, they're not in the constitution. That's all America, you know? Right. And that's, and so that's where, you know, you run into these issues of why think, why do things keep getting, you know, constantly back and forth? Why do things, you know, mm -hmm. why are things considered law until they're not, you know, and that, and the real answer is, is, is that, when when politicians stopped working together the courts started deciding on issues right and when the courts started deciding on issues it was only going to be a matter of time until it got legislated or politicized um, i would say argued in a different light mm -hmm. that the court would ultimately change its ruling there one of the things that people don't that they take for granted is, is that when it comes down to getting political change to stick, this is where this whole issue of the filibuster comes in. If you don't have enough people that are convinced that an idea or a law needs to be made and it needs to be defined uh, for everybody's benefit, then all you end up doing is muscling through things that just get taken back mm -hmm when the next party comes into power but even and that even back worse, and forth that law can yeah. be used against one group and not another to benefit mm -hmm. another and that's what we see in jim crow laws so you have to be really mm -hmm. careful about the laws you make and they have to be really mm -hmm. thought out you can't just ron DeSantis shit against a wall you know exactly and that's where things have gotten you know really fucking stupid in mm -hmm. the last 30 years things that have been you know legislated and re-legislated and re-legislated or you end up with things that have been ruled and re-ruled and re-ruled, you know, and that's the worst part about this is, is that, you know, because of the way that things have been ruled and re-ruled, you're now like, I've, I hate to say it, but I, I honestly wish that I would have been wrong when we had that conversation with Marco mm -hmm. about what abortion rights is going to look like. I have yet to see where I'm wrong. No, I agree. And it's still one of our most popular episodes. And, and that's, and, and, and realistically, you know, this is why there were certain, you know, amendments made. It was because when you leave the States to interpret certain things, what ends up happening is you end up with a certain set of rules and laws yeah. that exist in one place, but not in another. But now you have this weird gotcha set of things. Like I said, you know, as, as much as I, I, I try to use humor to uh, 
deal with the things that I think are bullshit or the things that I think are insane. You know, this is one of those things where I genuinely am concerned that in places where you have abortion laws and rules in place, they are genuinely going to start requiring pregnancy tests for people with uteruses to leave the state. Right. Because then they're going to restrict travel to those people so they can't go get an abortion. I think abortion advocates knew agenda is going to be moving people into those states but then even then then Absolutely. suddenly there's a, a national abortion law which is exactly what abortion opponents are suggesting and the thing is is like they're saying you went too far like back it up we they want a national they want a national ban that starts at 15 weeks or six weeks. And I think that's so bullshit because there's no vagaries about pro-choice. If you're pro-choice, you're pro-choice. You can't back up and say, well, six weeks is okay. 50. So it's all political. It's not policy. And that's, and, and, and that was one of the things that most people tended to forget in all of this was, is that, you know, our, you know, our term, our abortion terms we're probably some of the most liberal out there in the world That's up fine. until up until this point, you know, because places like Germany, they've got, I want to say it was like a 15 week or something like that. You know, I forget oh. what Canada's is. I want to say it's like 20 or something like They're that. They're all different, but that's that's fine. If it's based on policy, look, we can keep a fetus alive at 15 weeks now. Okay, let's talk about that then. If you think it's life at 15 and you can do that, you know, and you can work in the rights of the mother and the <laughs> child so everything is cool, I'm fine with that. But just right. going, I want to catch a car and then catching a car and going, oh, shit, people are having miscarriages and, and they're waiting to die before they can be treated you know yep. like that's gross to me like, mm -hmm. how are you how do you how do you expect to dissolve social security when that's our credit rating right i don't understand well, and that and how do you how do you go for a republican that wants to get rid of social security when you've paid your entire life into it if you just paid twenty dollars a week for your entire life that's gone that's gone. Mm -hmm. You don't get that at 65 or if you're suddenly disabled. That's gone. And mm -hmm. people are voting for Republican. That scares the shit out of me. And Democrats seem like they just can't get out of their own way. It's, no, that's exactly what it is. And so now you end up, <clears throat> you end up with this issue, and it's going to be a very big issue, that if Democrats don't come together in all of these states to capture a significant majority of the house and the senate right and legislate abortion they will not right and like i said i went back and looked at the balance of power in the house and senate and the last time it could have been legislated was like 77 jimmy carter right yeah so so the idea that you know they had a, they had this chance to legislate it but even then when you look at the 80s for example uh, there was a republican that i forget who it was proposed um, a ban on abortion and joe biden in back in the 80s voted for that ban on abortion of course you know because that was the thing is is that you know the reality is is that joe biden probably still is anti-abortion he's a catholic of course he, he said that but he's pro-rights exactly and that's the difference yeah. and so 
that is one of the biggest things that I think the religious sect is going to have to get out of the way of, and, and they mm-hmm. won't, right. you know, you know, you've got people who are, you, you've got Congress people who are saying that they're sick and tired of this separation of church and state crap. And I'm like, trust me, you, you don't want to be sick and tired of that because that's how you end up with monarchies and theocracies or weird religious dictatorships. And right. you don't want that. You really don't. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, it's so gross. I had, a, I had a thought as you were talking and I lost it because I was so absorbed in what you were saying. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's just what I've watched is the the Republicans every 10, 20 years seem to find a candidate like Goldwater or McCarthy or Nixon who's like, it's them and Trump and it, it, it's them. And then that they, they're constantly let down. The people mm-hmm. listen to a Republican that says it's, it's, it's the black people that are the problem. And then they do nothing about it. And then people get frustrated at Republicans and then Democrats come in and all that frustration is like, well, then why don't you do something? And Democrats like, yeah, we are, we're giving them freedom. (laughs) So they're not an issue anymore. So we don't have to pay attention and regulate them and criminalize them all the time. Let's just let them be black. That's fine. And Republicans like Trump come in and go, it's those brown people. Now it's those Asian people. You know what I mean? Like now they're talking about, inflation and recession recession at the same time stagnation or something and i'm like stagflation stagflation and so that somebody was talking about some ways to reduce that and one of those ways was the get rid of the tariffs (laughs) so things cost Mm -hmm. less and i was like that seems so obvious why the fuck didn't biden do that you know like one of one of my favorite arguments by somebody who you know i would say you know they're a broken clock they're right twice a day Ben Shapiro flat out said, and, and and I will agree with him on this one. The thing about trade deficits is, is that it's bullshit in a lot of ways. Because, for example, you and I have a trade deficit with a grocery store. Right, because I want something. And I, and I pay them for them. Right. 
you know, you're not showing up with your own thing and going, Hey, look, I'll trade you this for this. Right. You know, you, you have a trade deficit with a grocery store and it's no different when you're buying products from overseas, you have a trade deficit. Why? Because they have things that you need in order to further develop your economy. Right. You know, you're taking a lot of those raw materials or, you know, some process materials and uh -huh. you're turning them into finished goods that are then being sent overseas. Like it's the idea of a trade deficit is, is entirely bullshit, you know, right. when you look at it, but we have this weird obsession of trade deficits where, you know, we're concerned about buying things from other economies, but not worried about, it's like, well, here's the, here's the real issues. Like the real issue shouldn't be why you're buying things from certain economies. It should be, what are you doing that is keeping you from breaking into a market or mm. prohibiting you from entering a market or so. creating a new market to create a balance? If all the raw materials are in China, it's cheaper to make it in China and ship it here. If we don't have the materials here to do it. Right. But then we also have goods and services that we can also sell them. That that's what, exactly. that's what it is. We're not the manufacturer of the world and we don't have all the resources. And it's a real shame that the middle East is so unstable because they have, so, there's so many, mineral rich you know yeah and the, like south america it's so mineral rich if we could just invest in there but we can't africa is so mineral rich yes and they're coming online in a new way africa mm -hmm. the horn of africa is coming on in a new way i'm really excited for that so you know with with some of these policies they have straight up shot themselves in the foot over mm -hmm. and these tariffs and that's what started slowing down Trump's presidency right. flat out because he started imposing tariffs on fucking everybody. And it's like, no, this is not what you want to do. In fact, yeah. this is very much the opposite of what you want to do. Now, if there are things that are illegally keeping you from entering a market, which, you know, there's, there was some back and forth about that with Boeing and Airbus, you know, where the European union subsidized a bunch of Airbus stuff and Boeing got, you know, a significant amount of subsidies from the U S yeah. Okay. I get it. It's either, Hey, let's agree that the subsidies should be the same mm -hmm. and you know, that trade should be a thing right. or, you know, everybody needs to not subsidize these agencies. And that's, you know, those costs are going to get passed on to whoever's trying to buy this stuff. And, and people go, hmm, that doesn't really help. Right. And but everybody influences their own markets. You can't do anything in Russia unless you do it the Russian way. You know what I mean? You can't do anything. In China. And <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So I just think that's also really interesting. We need to build back better. <laughs> we well, need to make America great again. <laughs> And the problem is, is that, you know, nobody's we doing still it. have nobody's doing how it. many job openings, how many current job openings are there and how many job seekers are there in the country right now? I, I know unemployment is up to 259,000 because employers don't treat their employees right. Everybody wants a job, but nobody wants to keep a shit job and employers are just shit jobs. They're, it's slavery with extra steps. So it, unemployment, I think unemployment is driven by working conditions more than the need for money you know what i mean yeah so it looks like right about now again um, because people are living on the credit you're looking, that they built you're looking at about six million six and a half million unemployed 
and you're looking at about 11 million job openings. Right. That's where things sit right now. Well, that, yeah, <clears throat> so, that makes sense. But if people aren't going to be at a job long enough to learn the job and grow in the company because the company sucks, then they're not going to take those other jobs that are out there. And if we don't educate our kids, nobody's going to know how to do this shit. You know, it's like we somebody built this country and we're just living off of it and we have mm -hmm. no idea how it works we have no idea how the hoover dam works there's a couple guys that know but we would never as a country be able to just do something amazing like that again we'll never yeah. make another space shuttle you know what i mean it's just so sad we're not we're not creating the people that could do that stuff well <clears throat> that's that's definitely part of it you know we've punched a lot of that to the, to the private industry to do. And yeah. that's all based on, you know, the thing about the private industries is that some, to a certain extent, there is future development based on future needs. Uh, but most of it is about developing current needs. Mm -hmm. And currently there is no need to go to the moon. Currently there is no need to go to Mars. So they become pet projects. Right. They come, we're going to make a space force. What are you making a space force for? You know what I mean? We're not going to be out there trying to block Chinese lasers from hitting our satellites. That's just not the way it is, you know? And so it made me think of Joe Manchin, who was against mm -hmm. this, this raising taxes on the rich so that we could go green. You know what I mean? And I, mm -hmm. it me, Joe Manchin is a coal baron, right? He made his money from coal. And so green energy to him he would rather have people working in a hole so that he can make money as opposed to putting those people to work in factories making turbines you know and that really upset me he's not trying to block things for inflation now because people could start training for new jobs if he let this stuff go it's a 10-year plan and the first step of that is building trade schools and community colleges so people could learn how to do these new jobs so a coal miner could take an online school at night to learn how to make a wind turbine so his prehistoric job when it goes out of business he has somewhere else to go but joe manchin's like stay in that hole and dig my coal and i think that's gross and i don't think people are saying that right i think joe manchin the debate on it is well is he republican or is he democrat is he conservative no he's selfish <laughs> there's well there's that but also too one of the things that people have to keep in mind is is that unfortunately currently it is still cheaper to produce coal power than it is to produce solar power. Mm -hmm. And, and until you figure out a way to make significant investments so that it is cheaper to produce wind power, i.e. producing new turbines, producing new solar cells, producing new hydro, new thermal, right. producing new nuclear, um, <clears throat> until you make all of those things happen, you're just not going to see the demand for those energies that you want to see. Well, that's a shame because we're not taxing the rich so that they can create this stuff and we're not, not taxing them. We're not getting anything for it. We're giving them in there by giving them less taxes. We're literally giving them the money to create this stuff. And they're like, not. And that's where, well, and that's where I think it, it has to be like we've talked about several mm -hmm. times. Yeah. I think the difference is, 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 is incentivizing them. You know, it's either get taxed or, you know, throw your money into this pool of yes. potential things that are needed by the United States. That's right. That's right. And, you know, if, if you don't have that incentive of, oh, fuck you, I don't want to pay the government, so I'll throw a bunch of money at X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Great. 
do that. I'll make fake Fantastic. loss. I'll make fake losses. My business, as long as it's in the red, as long as I'm no, spending more it. than I'm making. Right. I got it, Jason. I know. Uh, <clears throat> I know what you need to do. You need to create a church of the holy wind turbine Ooh. and get a bunch of get a bunch of tax <laughs> free donations. Right. To start up your own, you know, wind turbine business. There it is. You now are the church of the holy wind turbine. The make that happen. Church of the holy wind turbine. I kind of like that. Do I get to wear a wind turbine? <laughs> what? <laughs> Praise be. <laughs> Praise be the wind turbine. I'm just wondering if I can wear a turbine. Uh, uh, no, uh, you have to wear the propeller hat that the nerds wear. That's right. what, that's, that's, that's our religious wear. Okay. <laughs> you what? <laughs> Debbie's like, I want one. <laughs> We could all sit in church and just spin it with our thoughts, right? Yep. Yeah. So I just, I'm, I'm kind of tired of politics, you know, I can't, blame you. there was uh what do you think? We haven't talked about Ukraine in a long time. Yeah. And now I just saw the Moldova, Moldova prime minister on and she's worried. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is kind of cool. Ukraine's back in the news. <laughs> so, well, why do you think Moldova is worried about it? Well, because they're right next to Ukraine and they have a separatist uh, area of Russian soldiers that have been fighting the same war for, what, 80 years? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and, yeah, they're also, well, they're, are they a European? I know they applied for the European Union. I know they're working towards it. I don't know if they are, in fact, in it. No, they're not. And so all of those things say, why wouldn't Russia just? And not? they're not in NATO either. So, Damn. but they're in the UN, which yep. is irrelevant. Let's get rid of NATO. The thing that, you know, prevents all the wars and we'll just keep the, you know, United Nations, which does absolutely nothing. Yep. Well, I mean, when you have, you know, one of the security council members be like, yeah, no, we're totally justified in attacking Ukraine. Yeah. And then one of the one of the NATO members and European Union members hosting the the president of that country <laughs> in Turkey, right? Well, I mean, Turkey's always been kind of an interesting NATO member. Yeah, the one that the one that concerns Turkey is doing what Turkey does best. I agree. Turkey's never been anything other than Turkey. Right. So, so to me, what they're doing doesn't surprise me in any way, shape or form. The one that gets me is Hungary. Hungary is actually the one that concerns me at this point. Yeah. That is so, it's so weird. Socialist authoritarian because they were moving towards socialist agendas with like free healthcare and job mm -hmm. security and all that. And then Victor Orban came in and he's, He's an authoritarian and the single, and it's so weird that they're authoritarian yet they still have free healthcare and we don't, you know, <laughs> it's, it's weird. It is weird, yeah. but, uh, I, I have no words on that one. Like no. that's because, you know, the fact that, I mean, realistically you have to have avenues open for dialogue mm -hmm. in order to try and get this shit to stop. I mean, that's, that's the real answer. Sure. You know, Dialogue is going to be the only thing that ends the war in Ukraine. Because I guarantee you the moment that Ukraine turns the tide, if they have enough weapons, enough advanced weapons, yeah, and they start pushing the Russians back, Russia's going to panic yep. and they're going to do some stupid shit. Ukraine, I think it was the, the wife of the president was like, 
you know, George Floyd, everybody stood around and watched this guy kneel on George Floyd's neck until he died. That's what you all are doing to us. You're just watching Vladimir Putin kneel on our necks and you're recording it. And I kind of get that vibe, you know, but what are we supposed mm -hmm. to do? I, we can't go in there. Somebody says you know, that Russia is going to start petering out in a month. Like they're just going to run out of well, stuff. So, but they're getting yes a billion dollars a day. Yes and no. And, and the problem there, there's a couple of, there's a few different problems. Number one is, is that, uh, not the, the supply of high Mars to Ukraine has absolutely screwed up some plans for, um, for the Russians. Right. They have, you know, high Mars is very accurate and high Mars has really fucked up some major ammo depots for the Russians. Nice. And so, logistics has always been a problem you know in this campaign since the beginning right and with high mars it's now making it worse nice. for the russians number two ukraine lacks say two key fundamental things that they need to absolutely turn the tide against the russians they need tanks that are more advanced number one for the land battle the land battles because uh, you know they're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the russians with essentially the same you know armored infantry that the russians have they've of course you know got their own upgrades and variants on some of this right, stuff right but, but it's all realistically made right but realistically it's not different enough to turn the tide the man pads like the javelin missile and right, stinger missiles that right. we've supplied have helped you know stop forward pushes but that hasn't pushed them back and in order to do that you have to have heavy armor that's going to push the line mm -hmm. along with man pads that are going to stop any sort of attacks or counter right with those long range longer range missiles you're talking about to soften the interior number two Ukraine's biggest problem right now um, is their lack of a navy. Interesting, because where they're getting hit from are ship are from ship based missile systems currently. Ah, I did not know that. I just thought it was coming from inside Russia. I mean, there's some of that too, but with the ship the ship based missile systems, it's easier for them to hit port targets right and the port the the ports are what they really want that whole section yes. yeah yes so you know this is where you have number one um poland is helping ukraine build railways in order to help ship grain out mm -hmm. into polish ports right um but number two if you don't have the naval assets to take on the black sea navy you're going to run into problems. And this is where what the Ukrainians need is one of two things. They either need, so there's a couple of options. Number one, you could try and supply them with Navy. Turkey has already said that, no, we're not going to be allowing any warships in, which leaves option number two. And that is something that I don't think most people have thought about is the fact that there are missiles that are meant for high Mars that go a very long distance mm -hmm. and go up to like 155 miles or something like that. Wow, 100, okay. 
43 or no, there's some that actually can go up to about 300 miles. I remember um, the discussion because the U.S. was like, we don't want to give these to you because you might shoot into Russia. They can shoot so far. Exactly. But if they can be given to them to target the Russian Navy, much like they you know did when they sunk the Moskva. Right. With a Neptune that they made. Yeah. You know, if, if they can, if they can have missiles that will sink the Russian Navy, that will help ease up some of the problems at the port, because then, you know, what Russia is going to have to use is a bunch of missile systems that are not as good um, as their, as their sea-based missile systems. Agreed. So they are working on a green corridor, Russia, Russia and Ukraine, I think. with Yeah, Turkey. they signed an agreement on it, and then Russia bombed the port of Odessa God this morning. Damn it, Russia. And that's why people don't like you, because you never live up to your word. Like, it took at less, some than, point, less than 24 hours after signing the agreement, Russia bombed the port of Odessa. So we went from politicians that couldn't keep their word to, like, dictators that they can't keep their word. The countries. You know what I mean? That's gross. So, so, I mean, but anybody who was, who, anybody who is surprised by this is a fucking idiot at this point because Russia hasn't, Russia hasn't even been able to keep their promise on humanitarian corridors, let alone the idea that grain was going to be shipped out of a Ukrainian port. Yeah. Like anybody who believed that that was going to last more than a week is a fucking fool. <laughs> so do you think they should be designated terrorists? Yes. Yes. Not that it'll change much. No. Uh, I mean, it, I, from our perspective, it would. Um, because what that'll do is that will open up a bunch of new aid corridors for us to supply the Ukrainians with, I would say, advanced technologies, more advanced technologies than what they have currently. Hmm. Um, I do believe that there is the potential that, uh, I, I want to say that they're looking at training the ukrainians on the m1 abrams tank good that's a badass um, tank actually so i there there is very much a possibility that the ukrainians will be getting more advanced tanks um because th i mean realistically like you know that tank has gone up against most soviet designs and it straight up is a destroyer yeah the we know that the javelin is capable of taking out the t80 and the t90 love that so it's you know and realistically the only tank that might go toe to toe with it is the t14 armada and what is it the running joke is uh those tanks are only at parade readiness ah they're hollow on the inside yeah yeah so uh <laughs> So realistically, Donald Trump they, never understood parade, parade readiness, did he? He always thought no. these dictators had all of these weapons just ready to come out. <laughs> no, they were literally just ready to be shown. They didn't do shit. Billy, I love it. Okay. And uh, we never talked about Boris, Boris uh, Johnson. Oh, Boris. Boris totally fucked up. Do you see him as a mini Trump? Do you see him as like, do you see any correlation between the two? I never really no, did. No, Boris was actually intelligent. I kind of thought so, right? No, Boris Johnson is actually intelligent, like highly intelligent. The, his biggest problem was do as I say, not as I do. He's more of a Bannon with a, with a demeanor, 
with a better demeanor, not even right? no i wouldn't even put it i wouldn't even put him in the same category as bannon wow okay I mean, no um i thought bannon was smart he's just working on a theory that's totally wrong and he's pushing against it to verify it like yeah. he's he's conducting an experiment but he's adjusting the situation so he gets the outcome that he wants and now he's in jail no i don't know did he get um well did he get sentenced? i mean that's how fast we talked about boris johnson because i don't give a fuck about him <laughs> uh no bannon hasn't been sentenced yet but that should be coming real soon um but yeah he got convicted he got convicted with no defense yep. yeah. yeah and 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 that's just it is that you know i'm not surprised by that one right i just people i watched i watched some of the steve bannon thing on tv on cnn i think and i was like this is just stupid the people that are following him want to hear what he's saying you know they just they just want to be mad they want to be grieved but i got i think people need to democrats and republicans both need to stop governing through grievance it's not working you know yes you're getting all of us mad at you and you're getting our donations but you're not accomplishing anything you know nope, nope. not at all man so is there any any we're gonna wrap up the I got some great news for you this week, Jeffrey. I wasn't sure got? if I was going to do it or not. We we came out with our Dan episode today, so we mm -hmm. don't need a Sunday episode. And so this is our Thursday episode. Fantastic. And we don't need a Sunday episode if we're going to meet next Sunday. So Sounds great. I figured it would be a nice half day. What do you think about that? I like that idea. You I know like that too. I think maybe uh, Debbie and I will try and get uh the other posts put up on this door so that way we can get you know more of this trim done and are you still working on the this... floor you did finish well the floor? debbie has been busting their fucking ass at work and so they come home they're exhausted yeah i, I don't know. expect debbie to do it well no and and it's it's been a team effort you know on some of this stuff of course um, but you don't have a chronic illness that causes random terrible well pain. that that <laughs> but you have a shoulder <laughs> I've, I've got a shoulder and and i also didn't have eye surgery and i'm also right. not working you know on my feet you know at this point it was like i swear 12 13 hour days that is the problem that's the problem with america jeffrey people are working 12 13 hour days to clean up their debt so they can use it in the time of inflation causing recession because they think we mm -hmm. all have money you know <laughs> right so it's it's you know it's definitely been one of those things where it's like i you know i can appreciate like you know debbie's just been like fucking beat you yeah. know literally like all right let's watch something crash and it's like mm, yeah, uh -huh. that's fair and she, that's and, fair. and they're doing the same thing for you you know they appreciate so, all the stuff you're doing so it's really nice and i appreciate you i appreciate all of you and so i if i have an opportunity to take a break or give a break then i'm so happy about that absolutely yeah. plus it'll be nice to just you know go pet the puppy because she's being also a bit crazy too i heard that that's all well right. you know we got the we we finally have the kids home for for a weekend and uh they had they had covid here a couple of weeks ago so no way yep oh i'm so sorry that's why we haven't yeah. heard from jay the artist well uh, yep um but no, everything you know everything recovered quite well so everybody's all happy and healthy and ready to keep going and having all sorts of fun nice all right well i love you have a great day and i will talk to you next week next week <laughs> Yay. to those who would tear the world down 
We will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. Sunday live stream time, YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Stitcher, Radio Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.